Welcome to the Expert Edge podcast. I'm excited to share with you the six levels of persuasive communication. You are listening to the Expert Edge podcast. This is the place where experts come to command the stage, position themselves as authorities and scale their business up. Get ready to access your next level of potential with your host, Colin Boy. Okay, so I'm really excited to have this conversation with you about the six levels of persuasive communication. Now, I have been, as of this point, professionally speaking on stages around the world for uh, over a decade now. And what I've noticed through not only just speaking on stages, but training people in organizations, training entrepreneurs in how to speak effectively, I've noticed that there are kind of like six phases or six things that people tend to focus on. And depending on where their focus is, will impact significantly on the effectiveness of their actual communication. And so what I'm, what I'm going to share with you today is a, a framework that has come out of that experience for me. And uh, I trust it's going to be incredibly useful for you. The reason why is it's going to help you to really identify where you are sitting in this journey and help you to identify where to focus or change your focus depending on, yeah, where you are right now. And so these six levels of persuasive communication, this is actually, it's a foundational piece of what I teach in Self from Stage Academy, but I wanted to give it to you because I think it's just really helpful to know as a framework right now that will help you to progress through this journey if you're really wanting to command a stage or a webinar or anything like that. So you ready? Now, what I would recommend you to do is to grab a pen and a pad if you can, if you're listening to this when you're running or driving, totally fine. But this is going to be like super useful. You may even want to re-listen to it and just kind of map it out. And so for me, typically I draw this in kind of like an ascension journey. Like it's a it's a progress journey that you go on uh, in your speaking and communications journey. And so the first level is this. And now, by the way, this is there's kind of three things that I'm going to be focusing on here on each level. There's going to be a focus that you have. There's going to be a feeling that that creates in you. And then there's going to be a result that you're going to experience with the audience from that focus. Does that make sense? So each level is going to have a focus. It's going to have a feeling and it's going to have a result. So the first level of being an effective communicator is, is when you focus on yourself. Now, you're probably going to think, well, how is that being an effective communicator? Well, it's, it's kind of not. Because this is the lowest level of communication you can have. Now, how do you know if you're on that level? Well, you know if you're on that level, if you are coming into your webinar or your presentation, you're asking questions like, what will they think of me? Will they like me? Will I be good enough? Will I be credible? Now, I know for me, uh, some of the, especially some of the first presentations that I did, I'll never forget the night I walked in. It was, it was literally a dark and stormy night. And I was doing my first ever presentation, walking up the stairs with my amazing wife, Sarah. And I was so freaked out. I remember my first ever paid speaking engagement, which was with HP. And I remember from almost like a month before it, I would walk around the block 
And uh, my wife and I, this is previous to having kids, we could actually go out for a walk together in the mornings. And we would walk around the block and my wife would basically just give me a pep talk for about an hour telling me why everything's going to be be all right with my presentation, right? So I was completely freaked out. Why was I freaked out? Because I was focused on myself. Now, I didn't have this awareness back then. I didn't have the awareness of these six levels that you're going to learn right now. But for me, when I was focused on myself, it really put me into a feeling of fear. Uh, for my American friends, it's fear, right? <laughs> it put me in that feeling of fear. And I felt so anxious about my presentation. And think about this. If you've got a presentation coming up and you ask yourself a question like, will they like me? Or what will they think of me? Or will I be good enough? Or will I be credible enough? How are you going to feel? Instantly, you start feeling fear. I know for me, I've had many times where I've been presenting and my whole world just like shrunk inside myself. Have you ever had a feeling and experience like that? That was because my focus was on myself. Now, the result of that is that in the audience, the experience that they're going to have is what I call I call it concern. Now, now you can picture this. Have you ever have you ever been listening to a speaker? And you can tell they're really nervous. Like they are, you know, they're twiddling with things, they're shuffling their papers, they're pacing back and forth. Energetically, you can just feel that they're like, they're off. And they're really focused on themselves, obviously. And you're sitting there and what's going on in your mind as an audience member? (laughs) You're, You're thinking, come on, buddy. Come on, you can get like you can get through this. You can do it. It's like you've got this like real concern. Now, do you think that if you're on this level and your all of your energy and your focus is on this level, that you're actually going to see great influence with people? Well, well, you're not, right? Because your energy, your state has a big impact on whether people say yes to you at the end of your presentation or not. So that's the first level of the six levels of persuasive communication. The first level is when you focus on yourself. The second level is when you focus on intuition. Now, the type of intuition I'm talking about here is not, it's not that like deep intuition of asking, you know, your gut and saying, you know, where do I go with my life? You know, what's my next best move for my business? Or you know, like, is this something that I really want to go after? That's, it's not that type of intuition that I'm talking about. I'm talking about the intuition of you get up there and you just, you basically go, you know, whatever comes out, comes out. I'm just going to kind of just trust the process and just, not even the process, just, <laughs> I'm just going to get up there and, and just back myself, right? Whatever comes out, comes out. Now, this is kind of better than being in fear, but the problem with this type of a focus is that if you're following an intuition, and specifically what I'm talking about here is it's untrained intuition. So you might want to note that, right? It's untrained intuition. Now, when you're on the untrained intuition level, what's going to happen is that quite quickly into your presentation, you're going to start feeling confused, right? Have you ever seen someone speak at maybe like a party or a, uh, you know, a 21st party or something like that, maybe a best man speech. And, and, and before they go, you know what, I'm just going to get up there and maybe you have a few cups of courage 
and uh, and you're like, whatever comes out, comes out. And they get up there and they speak. And like halfway through it, they're like saying random stories and random, you know, <laughs> ideas. And then they say something that they probably shouldn't have said. And then they kind of like look like on their face, that they kind of regret it. And they're, everyone's feeling uncomfortable. And they're really confused. And the problem with this is that it leaves the audience, especially in a business setting, in a place of indecision. And so you're not going to build um, that trust factor with people, especially if you're speaking with them on a consistent level. Now, if you want to build a business, one of the fundamentals of building a business is actually having a system and a process that you can follow, a formula that actually works and you can, you can roll out over and over again so that you know you can build predictable revenue in your business. Make sense? And so if you're on this level of, you know what, I just, I, yeah, I'm, I'm fully trusting myself, but you haven't had any training in the structure of what actually works with communication and getting a specific result, or you haven't tested what's getting results and what isn't, you're still on this, on this, this second level. And these first tier, these first kind of two levels are really the amateur level. And the amateur level is, you know, I've seen some people and they can actually communicate fairly confidently. Like they get up, they communicate, but because they, ha- they don't have any frameworks or structures or processes that are proven and, and they've tested, they're still an amateur. They're not going to be able to build a business that is sustainable, that's replicatable, or a webinar or a speech or a signature talk that's actually going to build a lifestyle and a revenue stream that they truly want to have. Does that make sense? And so that's the second level. So my question is, are you falling into one of these two levels? Maybe you're spending a lot of time focusing on yourself or you're spending a lot of time just like going, you know what, I'm just going to trust myself and whatever comes out, comes out and that's going to be good enough. Now, these two levels, like I said, are the amateur levels. On this second level, when you're focused on intuition, you're going to move into confusion fairly quickly when you're speaking and the result will be indecision right? And so basically you're going to get inconsistency of results. And what's going to happen is sometimes you're going to present and then you're going to knock it out of the park. Like you'll get maybe great results or great feedback or like people will come up to you after and they'll say, wow, that was fantastic. Um, but you're not going to be able to build a business on it. Does that make sense? And so that's the, the second or first and second level of the six levels. Okay. Let's get into level number three. Level number three is where your focus is on your structure. Now, the structure is essentially the formula that you want to follow to produce a result. And so I know for me, I've been testing over the last 10 years, creating formulas that actually produce a result when I'm speaking, when I, you know, on different platforms. And so you have to find yourself a formula and a structure that you can lean on that flows and produces a result. One, one, of, the, uh, one of my good friends, Taki Moore, he said, to, he said this one line one day, which I thought was just brilliant. He goes, one of the scariest things in life is a blank piece of paper. And I think, <laughs> I think that's so true. Like when you sit down to write a presentation one of the scariest things in life is just looking at a blank document and going, where do I start? Like, what on earth do I start? And so my obsession is helping people to have like boxes to fill out. Does that make sense? Like when you've got boxes to fill out and boxes to just 
go on, then you've got to have a flow and a structure that just actually works and like contextual boxes that you can just fill out and move through. And what happens is when you're on this level and your focus is on your structure. So think about this. You know you're on this level if a lot of your focus is on like the content of your presentation. Maybe you're trying to structure it, but but to be honest, if you don't have a structure that's proven, you're still kind of in that intuition level where you're just kind of going with your gut, which is okay on a certain level, but it's but if you want to build a replicatable system, it's not actually going to get you the result that you want. And so the next question is, is this question of, you know, are you spending time on the structure? Because we're starting to get into the pro level. And so a lot of people, when they come to me initially, when they join like Self From Stage Academy or one of my programs, they actually come to me for this. They come to me, they're like, Colin, I need a structure, a process to follow that actually gets a result that's proven that I can, I can just kind of plug into my presentations and it just gets a result that I want. Does that make sense? And so what's going to happen here? is that when you've got structure in place, the result of that is it's going to give you a feeling of clarity. And so you're going to feel really clear on the actual process that you need to follow. And what will happen is what tends to happen, what I notice with my students and even with myself, is that when you follow a structure that that is new to you, it's going to feel a little bit clunky at the start. Like, yeah, you might feel like things are a little bit clunky, a little bit, you know, um, just unfamiliar is a good word way to describe it. And what happens is after you do it over a certain period of time, it's going to become really familiar. And you're going to know how to make those transition points. You're going to how to make that flow work really well. And so that's the second, sorry, the third focus is the focus on structure. The feeling you're going to get is, is clarity. And this is going to be the result in the audience. It's credibility. Now, what's going to happen is because the audience is going to be listening to you and they're going to be going, this person knows what they're talking about. Like this person knows where they're going. There's a flow, there's a structure. They're going to answer that question of this is making sense for me. Does that make sense? <laughs> Just said it, that was kind of random, but it's like, this is making sense for me, right? So that is going to answer that credibility piece. It's going to build trust. It's going to build uh, just a sense of process and flow in your presentation. So the audience goes, this person knows what they're talking about. They're answering like the kind of the right and left brain side of me. They're giving me some emotion. They're giving me some logic. And they're kind of looking after me as a human being in terms of my what I need from a presentation. It's going to create credibility in your audience. Now, this is the thing is that credibility is not going to sell, but credibility is a foundational piece, especially as we move forward more and more in this expert industry. I think credibility is going to be a really big piece um, as this expert industry goes, because I think the BS meter that people have is getting higher and higher. And I know for me, whenever I'm working with clients, I'm always looking at like, how do you show them that you've actually worked with, you know, some good people, you've got good results, or you've worked with a range of people, you've got some good results, there's like enough kind of social proof and credibility. And right, so this whole credibility piece is going to be really big, moving forward into the future. And I think actually, as I'm talking there, I think I really uh, would like to do an episode on that about the future of the expert industry. So watch out for that. So the third area, like I said, is structure. The fourth area, are you ready for this? The fourth area 
is your stagecraft. Now, your stagecraft is is a is an eclectic blend of different things. It is it's your tone. It's how you use your voice, your projection, your pitch, your tempo, which is affected by your breathing. It's it is your body movement, like how you align your movement with your message, how you use your hands. In fact, fun fact, some of the most watched and liked TED Talks are linked to the amount of hand movements and gestures that people make. So the, a lot of the time, the more conscious movement that people make, the more charismatic and enticing the presentation is. Now, I'm not talking about just like random movements. But there is a whole bunch of like mechanisms and uh, they're actually referred to as archetypes that align with a specific message. And so there's certain ways that you can move your body to align your, mo- your movement with your message. Like for example, if you want to be more direct, you can have your hand come out and almost like you know, if you point your finger, that's like really direct. But if you have your hand and all your fingers kind of pointing straight and you can almost like you know push your hand forward it has like this directness this this power to it and if you watch like really powerful speakers when they get into into this really focused mode they start using their hand and like almost pounding their hand their hand down and it's this it's this direct almost it's very masculine energy and so that is an example of, of an archetype that, that produces an outcome, right? So this is all in stagecraft. In stagecraft, it's how you tell your stories, like your story arcs. It's how you weave in metaphors. It's how you balance out the brain, the right and the left brain. It is, you know, it's uh, how you ask and answer questions, like the question type. It's, do you know what it is? It's the art. It's all the finessing. It's the beauty, the, mu- the movement, the elegance of presenting. It's it's really what it produces, the result in the audience is engagement. Now this is the thing is that if you have nailed your stagecraft, your stories, your tone, your breathing, your body movement, etc., what you're going to feel is confidence. You're actually going to feel confident in your ability to deliver your message. And so when you feel confident and you're doing the stagecraft in the right way, and you can even do this on webinars, it's the way you ask questions, it's the way you engage with the audience, it's how, you, it's at what points throughout the presentation do you ask questions, do you engage with the audience, do you get audience interaction, all that sort of stuff. So in stagecraft, you are going to feel confident in your abilities. And the result of that, because of the techniques, the result of that in the audience will be engagement. So they're not going to get bored. They're not going to like look off in different directions and and have the conversations that that is going on in their head be louder than the conversation that they're having with you. And so this engagement piece, this stagecraft piece is the finessing, it's the art, it's the elegance, it's the sophistication of your presentation. Because if you've just got structure nailed and you don't have stagecraft nailed, you're going to be credible, like you're going to be kind of believable, but, but, but your audience are going to be bored, right? They're going to be over it. And so that's why this stagecraft is so important. And that's why stagecraft usually comes after structure because you lay that foundation of structure. Then you build the stagecraft on top of that. And then you start becoming a pro in how you communicate, in how you communicate persuasively. And so structure and stagecraft 
are the third and fourth level of the six levels of persuasive communication, right? And so this third and fourth level, the result of this is that you're going to be a pro. Like you're going to start to stay at this level. Like you, if you've nailed these two, you know, you're going to start, it's kind of like you can get paid to speak or you can speak on, you know, more sophisticated, more demanding stages that are out there, bigger conferences, all that sort of stuff. If you know how to do your stagecraft, your structure well, you're going to qualify to be, you know, on those stages. Now, are you ready for the fifth and the sixth level? Because we are going to the mastery level, the fifth and the sixth level. The fifth level is where your focus has gone beyond structure, beyond stagecraft. So you've nailed those, by the way, and your focus is completely on the audience. Now, what I mean by your focus is on the audience is when you're talking with them, you're you have this deep empathy for them. It's even similar with podcasting. You th- think about the the greatest podcasts that you've ever listened to, obviously prior to this one, <laughs> um, but the greatest podcast that you've ever listened to, it's when the podcaster truly had the audience in mind and the way that they speak, the way that they communicate, they're thinking about the audience that they're speaking to. I know for me, one of my favorite podcasts to listen to at the moment is Brooke Castilla's The Life School. And the way that she talks on that podcast, it's she has this like deep connection and resonance with her audience. And how she talks, it feels like, you know, she's genuinely thinking about me through the week. She's genuinely considering like what's happening in my world and wanting to add value, et cetera. And so when you focus on the audience, the feeling you're going to experience as a communicator is empathy. Now, empathy is the foundation of all great marketing. In fact, if you don't know how to have empathy and deeply look into the audience and the psychological triggers of what's actually driving the decisions and the emotions and the feelings of your audience then you're not going to be a good marketer. You're not going to be a good communicator. And so this is a key part in you becoming truly masterful in your communications. And I was listening to an interview just recently, and one of the guys was, he was a professional speaker, and he was talking about this idea of of how, he said, what makes him great on the stage is that he genuinely researches and cares about the audience that he's speaking to. And so I know for me, especially especially you want it to be in the first, you know, five to 10 minutes of your presentation. You want the audience to answer that question of, this is relevant for me. Like this resonates with me. This is relevant. If the audience can't answer that question of this is relevant, this resonates with me, then you're going to completely lose them right off the bat. And so that I think is actually the true ticket to be on the stage because you can be a great communicator. You can have great structure, great stage presence. But if you don't think of the audience and speak to the audience's problems and desires, then you're really going to miss a big part of that connection that you could have with the audience. I know for me, I, I remember I spoke at a conference. It was, there was about 5,000 people at this conference. And they brought over an astronaut and he was standing on the stage and he, he told this, you know, big grandiose story of 
how he travels from, you know, Earth to space because he's an astronaut. <laughs> That's what they do, right? <laughs> and he's traveling from Earth to space and he's showing all these pictures and everything like that. He's telling his story. And they'd, they'd flown this guy in from like another country and, and, you know, it was a big deal and he was like the big focus of the, the whole conference. And then I, I got up and I spoke and I shared my ideas, and, but I, I really just felt like I, I was trying to teach the audience something that would be relevant for them and engage them. And we got the feedback back and my ratings were like nine out of 10 and his were like six out of 10. Now, the reason why there was such a big disparity between mine and his was not because of the experiences that we'd had, because he'd had probably some more extreme experiences than, than me. But what he'd failed to do, and I'd heard a few of the attendees say, they, they kept on saying, but why is that even relevant to me? Like, like, how does that impact my business? How does that even impact me? And so you want to be thinking about, to, if you want to be masterful at communicating, you must be thinking about, how is this truly relevant for my audience, right? And so this is an overlay that sits over the top of these skills, this, these uh, communication skills, is the, is the focus on the audience. So that is the, that's the fifth level. Now, so what's going to happen here, let me just clarify, is that when your focus is on the audience, you're going to feel empathy. And what do you think the audience is going to feel? They're going to feel connection, right? They're going to feel a connectivity with you beyond what maybe other communicators have with them on the stage if they don't do the same. And so when you truly resonate with someone, you truly connect with them, this is going to create that beautiful connection with them, that deeper trust. Not only are you credible, not only are you entertaining, but now you get me. Now you know me. There's this beautiful part in, uh, in the show Avatar, the movie Avatar, and where I think it's like the main actor kind of comes out and, and he's kind of pretending to be the Avatar and, and the other main Avatar, the, the woman, uh, comes up and they kind of have this moment where I think it's, she, says, she says, I see you. She says, I, I, I see you. And they have this moment of where he, he almost like forgets that he's a human and he feels accepted into the tribe. He feels connected with her and resonates with her. And so that moment of I see you, that, that is what you need to have with your audience in the first five to 10 minutes. The moment where it's like you say as a speaker, as a community, you say, you know what? I see you. And I see what you're going through. I see the challenges. I see the difficulties. I see you. I resonate with you. I appreciate you. And when you do that, it's going to be game-changing in your building trust. It speeds up the trust significantly. Okay? So that's the fifth level. And the final level, are you ready for this? The final level, the, the top level you can be on when you're communicating is when you are focused on purpose. Now, what I mean by purpose is purpose is knowing the bigger, grander purpose of your communication piece. So maybe you're doing a webinar and you have an offer at the end that you're, you're giving to people, you're making to people, and you, you not only focus on, you know, oh, yeah, you want to make money, but you focus on the transformation that your offer could give to the audience. 
you focus on the result, the impact that this could have. One of my friends runs this incredible um, health Pilates membership. And I was having a conversation with her and we're talking about the impact of her membership um, on people in her community. She's, she runs a very successful membership. And, um, and I was talking to her about the fact that your Pilates membership, your health membership doesn't just, you know, make the, you know, the, the mum who her target audience is, her mum, the mum strong, but think about how the fact that she now gets to bend down and pick up her baby with a sense of like confidence because of it. She gets to like play with her kids with a sense of confidence in her body and she connects with her kids on a deeper level because she can she can do the things that you're helping her with. And so when you're making your offer to your audience, I want you to think about that that feeling of what is the result, the outcome, the connection that you get to have with your audience because of the purpose of what you do. And whether you're making an offer or not, you want to think about the the purpose, the outcome of the actual presentation itself and the result that it can have with the audience. One of the greatest examples is, you know, probably one of the most famous speeches ever spoken, the I Have a Dream speech by Martin Luther King. And if you've ever seen videos of him and, and the level of conviction that he brings to that communication piece and the level of purpose that he brings, and you can sense that that, that speech is not a, it's not about a speech. It's not about just like making a point. It's about creating an impact, a ripple effect in his life that goes beyond his life. It's about speaking in a way that he brings this level of conviction, which by the way is the feeling you're going to get when you truly tap into purpose. The feeling you're going to get is this sense of conviction deep within you that you're going to resonate and feel with. And so that deep sense of conviction, that deep sense of purpose, what it's going to do in your audience is it's going to create influence. And influence is the final result that you want with your audience. Now, you can't control your audience, but you want to influence them. You want to influence them in their beliefs, in helping them to take, make better decisions and go beyond the, maybe the limiting beliefs that they have in their life. And so the highest level is when you tap into that sense of purpose, that sense of conviction that you feel about your presentation. It's an energy that you tap into. And so let's just review these quickly so you've got them all down. So the first, first one is when you're focused on self, right? That's the lowest level. The second level is where you're focused on intuition, and that's untrained intuition, right? Where you're not following a structure or, or a process. The third level, and so those first two levels are the amateur levels. The third level is structure. Structure is when you're following a process, a formula that actually works is proven or you've tested it. The fourth level is stagecraft. Stagecraft is when you're, when you're communicating effectively using your body, stories, metaphors, frameworks, all different ways of engaging your audience in a sophisticated and beautiful, artful way, right? Those third and fourth levels are the pro levels. And then the final levels is when you're focused on the audience and you're focused on your sense of purpose. That is the masterful levels. And those are the levels that you must graduate with um, if you truly want to influence your audience, they're the masterful levels. So like I said, these are the six levels of persuasive communication. These are the foundation for Self From Stage Academy, which is our flagship program. And 
I just really wanted to give them to you today. I wanted to make sure that you had them because I think it's really helpful, incredibly helpful to know what those six factors are. Now, if this has been helpful, please, I'd love to, I'm on the Instagrams a lot. Please take a snapshot of this uh, of this episode and share it in your stories and tag me. I'd love to hear who's listening and maybe even write what you got out of it, what was most helpful. It really is amazing when you spread the word. So I really appreciate that. If you're interested in finding out as well about Self From Stage Academy, we just see amazing results with people. You can check it out at sellfromstageacademy.com. And so that is the six foundations. I trust and I hope that that was really helpful for you. And hey, I really look forward to serving and helping you even more as you build and grow your expert business and make the impact that you've always wanted to make. Talk to you soon. Why is it so hard to know what content to include in your speeches and webinars? Knowing which ideas to keep in and what to leave out is the difference between just getting claps or signing clients. If you're really serious about making your content highly persuasive, Make sure to download the Persuasive Content Builder while it's still available. Go to www.persuasivecontentbuilder.com and get your step-by-step formula for designing and delivering content that connects with your audience and moves them to join your programs. Until then, we look forward to seeing you on the next episode of The Expert Edge.